0: Welcome into DTC. My name is Joe. 20's on the podcast. LP's on the podcast. FP's on the podcast. We may or may not be joined by Canada, who is, I hear, I've been told by our sources, still celebrating the Raptors' incredibly improbable, very impressive, and will never be repeated again victory. Congratulations, Canada! Congratulations to Canada, not just the person, but the the country. I was going to say state. The country, way to go, North Mexico, golf clap all around. You beat a team that was depleted and injured, but you know what? A win is a win. Uh, all Wizards fans are very, very jealous. Not not only of your big victory, Canada, but also that you have a competent owner and management system in place. The Wizards were so excited for the Raptors that they were hit with tampering charges for going after uh, Ujiri, like what, they offered him $10 million a second after he won the, uh, the 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 uh, the Larry O'Brien Trophy, and then they had to back down because the NBA said you were tampering and you can't be negotiating with him. Five seconds after he's on the court celebrating with his team. Oh, by the way, he also like punched a security cop uh, apparently, and there's a misdemeanor being filed against him because nobody knew who he was when he was approaching the court. Which I gotta say, I kind of like that. That nobody knows who the guy is. Um, here in Washington, you know, we got to get ready for a draft that's coming up in two days. I mean, it's the wild west here, boys. We nobody knows who's in charge of this team. You know, I personally, I put a lot of the blame on Ted Leonsis around here. Like he's been, he's been a minority owner for, with the Wizards now for the better part of a decade. You got to figure, you know, the the writing has been on the wall with uh, with Ernie Grunfeld for a long time. You got to figure you're making, you got a little post-it in your pocket or something. You're writing down names over the past you know seven six five seasons of people you want to talk to on an interview they swung and missed on uh, on that on our boy out in uh, denver Connolly. they you know they got a couple guys in-house that are probably going to be running the draft in a couple days uh, apparently breaking news apparently uh the new orleans pelicans reached out about in, uh, inquiring about trading the number four pick for a package that would have included bradley beal and apparently the wizards said no but let's keep talking so you know, I, you know, I think we are pretty much evenly split on whether or not Beal should be traded. If it's time to just sell the pieces off, even though we like him so much and he's the best asset we got, or if you keep rolling with this team, I think, I think truly, even between the four of us or the five of us, whoever gets on the podcast, it seems like we're we're really split on what the Wizards should be doing with with their draft pick. It looks like right now they're locked into Bulbul, right? Which uh, you know, not not a draft pick that I personally would make. Probably going to be the best talent available. Um, at at that nine spot you know historically there's been a lot of players that have been drafted nine that have been awesome that was a different era you know where where players had to go to college, or sorry they didn't have to go to college everything's a little bit different everything's a little bit different right now in the NBA and you know time will tell but the Wizards have a mess on their hands not to mention that the rest of the league is already moving and preparing for all things free agency obviously the huge blockbuster trade and we could talk about that too uh, Anthony Davis is headed to L.A. for a package that includes two already drafted first-round picks, an additional three first-round picks, and, uh, I mean, just a, a massive package for a guy who hasn't played more than 60 games in a season. He's awesome, but you're pairing him with a pretty old and pretty uh, pretty lazy, I think maybe the best adjective, LeBron James, moving forward. You know, certainly the injuries in the Bay Area between KD and Clay. Are going to bring some question marks as to whether the Warriors can repeat? And I'll tell you what, big picture, the NBA's got a huge problem. And LP, I'm going to let's bring you in here. You know, the NBA has a huge problem that us as fans of the league care more about the off season than we do about the regular season, and it's and the off season action actually gets us more hyped than the uh, the actual postseason, which you know this year dragged on for almost two and a half months before we got to the finals. And if you listen to the preview show, you know, I I mean. Canada and I both thought the Raptors could do it, especially if KD was going to miss time. Now we know he was playing with a pretty serious injury. He's going to be out for uh, probably the all of next season. Probably no meaningful basketball for him or for Clay through the All-Star uh we uh, through the All-Star game next year. So the West is wide open and of course this afternoon again more breaking news. Chris Paul, uh apparently Chris Paul and James Harden there's trouble in uh, you know Houston. There's an actual problem and apparently Harden said it's him or me pick one and trade the other it's time to go so the NBA offseason is wacky it's crazy we had Harrison Barnes personally a guy that I like a lot opting out of a 25 million dollar deal I don't know who's gonna pay this guy 25 million dollars but I respect it tremendously he's already got his championship ring from a few years back with the Warriors he you know he went for the money he went to Dallas he got traded to Sacramento now he's opted out so the, the NBA offseason is just a wacky, wacky thing, and it's crazy that we care more about it than we actually do the product on the court. But LP, I mean, I know I've said a lot here, but is there one thing that you're watching, whether it's in you know here in DC, like Wizards specific or across the league? I mean, the Lakers, the Lakers definitely got. I'm not going to say they got a lot better. They improved, and now they've got that. They've got space to bring in a Kemba or maybe Chris Paul. Maybe this is how Chris Paul end, finally ends up you know, on the Lakers many years later after it was uh, it was supposed to happen but didn't. But, I mean, what are you watching? Or what do you, what do you want to see in the next couple of days?
1: Well, before what I want to see, I think the NBA is in a unique position to actually get it right this offseason. With the demise of the Golden State Warriors and their super team, really, what other super teams is left, right? There's going to probably be one in L.A. But if the NBA can get it right in offseason and create parity across both conferences and within the conference, the league has a, a chance to be exciting again. I don't know about you guys, but for me watching the, the playoffs was actually a little bit exciting. Once Katie and, and DeMarcus cousins and uh, Clay all got hurt because there was actually a little bit of a chance that someone that you, you don't know the outcome of a game, right? There's a reason to watch. And before those guys got injured, there's no reason to watch. You already knew what the outcome was going to be. So if the, if the NBA can get it right, if the, there's you know no more super teams in, in the East or no more super teams in the West, I think it's an opportunity to become a, an exciting league again. Um, now as to what the Wizards are doing, who the heck knows? I mean, I think Tommy Shepard is supposed to be running the, yeah. the draft, mm-hmm. running the offseason. He applied to be the GM and I guess didn't get it, but now he's acting GM. You It know, doesn't make any sense. It was, Why would someone who's, who's not going to get the position – do what's best for the organization for an organization that he's not going to be there in a few weeks possibly so I, I think they they completely dropped the ball on it but then again at the number nine spot I don't think they're they're bringing in they, they haven't brought in anybody who is projected to be in, at that number nine do spot expect, they're bringing in people you, who are do you think either be, before or after do you
0: think they'll trade if you if you were Tommy Shepard first of all I mean Tommy's been around for a long time and I think he's very capable and frankly I think if you're if you're not going to hire somebody from the outside, it should be him, so I, I'm okay with him running the draft. I'm okay with, you know. It, but why
1: not make that move so now? Like, well, if can I just I don't, know, I don't know, but but what, If
0: you're if you're Teddy, Teddy, like when you fired when you Teddy fired Ernie, a, yeah. Why didn't you have Teddy six or seven names him, ready? Teddy Go ahead, put, put it out there. They already put a
1: press release out today saying that they're not hiring a GM. They're going with Shepard they didn't tamper oh. with toronto no, teddy put it, it out there to washington that's post this afternoon
0: that's just for now it's right. still, they're still expected but to but hire someone. wait, wait somebody, if you actually whatever. read it yeah yeah it might be danny that, Ferry. Temporary. it might be there's, there's they're going to continue to interview people but you know for the purposes of the draft it's going to be it's going to be that's Tommy be shepherd and it's and that personally i'm okay with it right i, I don't think uh, like ernie was was a disaster evaluation. draft
1: time. after the draft there's no guarantee that Tommy Shepard's going to be in the building Right. So why would no, you trust there, somebody? Man. He's been around.
0: He's been around a long time. He's been around a long time. I you, I'm more interested to see, like, what do you think they do with Bradley Beal? Like if you if you are in that war room on Thursday and New Orleans is dangling the fourth pick and maybe maybe, a, a, you know, another body, as long as it's not Lonzo. Uh, although I personally, that would be fa- like fascinating to have him in, in the nation's capital. But no,
1: no, way. A, a, no not, way.
0: Not from a basketball perspective. I'm just saying just in general from like a, a media circus perspective, it, it would make us watch the Wizards or at least listen to his dad. We, we can talk about him and his crazy comments on uh, on ESPN uh, no, yesterday. But, no, thank you. But, you know, what do you do? Do you do? You, is it time? Is this the only option really in front of you? Is it do you need to trade if you're the Wizards? Do you trade Beal knowing that next season is is, is wasted? I mean, there, there's no shot at being competitive next year.
1: Yeah, that, that's the problem with them. Yeah, you can trade him and get ten wins next year, but that doesn't guarantee you the first draft pick. So there's really no point. Um, you drafted this guy what two overall, three overall? I forget what it was. You built him up. Three. He, he's a he's a homegrown you know but they DC can't star. But be, right.
0: They're not going to be able to keep him. He's gonna he's gonna be in line. Why for not? A, he's gonna be in line for a max deal at the same time that John Wall's super max deal is kicking in next summer. You, you can't afford no, to keep but, him. You're gonna he, lose him for nothing. He?
1: He didn't make All NBA, so he's not going to be in line for the Supermax unless he makes it next year. I know. Year, you know you're you're he right. He won't, won't.
0: He won't be eligible for Supermax, but he's still going to command, you know, 160 million dollars. It's still. It's not chunk change. Like they're still going to have to pay him, and they don't you have, have money to, to
1: build around somebody. You have to build around somebody. If you don't have him, who are you building around?
0: Nobody. I mean, the Literally, only other option. Nobody. Once upon a time. Okay, so once upon a time uh I, I i don't know who the gm of the wizards was at the time but somebody there's no way it was ernie um i mean they were able to, somebody was able to trade away gilbert's terrible contract to uh what to otis thorpe in, in orlando right they were able to dump a terrible contract you know but I, I mean that was a different era i mean terrible back then was like 100 million terrible now is 270 million dollars i mean that is a massive number I mean, and and frankly, even if John Wall's 100% healthy, you know, come the start of the 2020 season, a, a year from now. He's nobody, not going to be the same. You, well, he's not going to be the same, and you don't know what, he got, what he's got. So I, I think if you've got an opportunity to get a package, like if they can keep the ninth pick and add a fourth pick, I mean, I think they at least have to consider it. I, I think they have to at least try to consider it, I think. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I think, 20 twenty's he, in here he too could, he keeps giving me the finger 20 wants to jump in if you're the wizards what are you doing yeah. on thursday 20
2: i mean you're drafted but you're keeping both guys I, I here's the thing that i don't understand so why can't you build around beal and wall i get wall is hurt i get all that but when he comes back you guys are saying he's not going to be the same well we don't know yet,
0: but that core isn't good it. enough. That's the pull on timeout. The core, I, that I core just isn't you. good enough.
2: And I agree with you. But don't forget that core has also been to the playoffs, and that core has also swept Toronto. Obviously, not the same team, but like you keep those two, and then you build around those two. You bring pieces in. Our,
1: our, our window with the Wizards was two years ago, yeah. um, in the Boston series, and and what did Ernie do that that offseason? Nothing, right? And then since then it's been downhill, downhill from there. Well, trade could, out of Porter never, or know, trade he, Kelly Oubre, trade out of Porter. You're right. The he, problem
2: he, is is nobody wants to come here. That's the problem. But, but, that, wants but see, I don't
0: buy that. I don't buy that, right? Because like this is the capital of the free world. Like it, it, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be that hard to recruit players to play in Chocolate City. Like it just shouldn't be that hard.
2: I agree with you. Right, but I think Ernie was part of the problem. There. And
0: I, look, I, again, I'm going to put some of this blame on 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 Leonsis as well. Like his job as the owner is to close players. Like that's his job to come in and say, like, this is where you want to be. This is where I want you to be. Let's make this happen. Like I don't. I just never. Hey, I never got the sense that Barack he Barack Obama is doing
1: that for the Wizards now.
0: I look. He might be. A, he might be <laughs> the best GM we've like in any sport ever. Right? The star power that comes with him. So I'm all for that. Let's do it. Let's give, give, uh, you know, give 40, uh, well, 43, give him a shot. Or 44, give him a shot. Let's see what he can do.
2: Like, or 43. Uh, whatever. You know, hey,
0: 43 is my, bo- I would, I would get these tickets for 43. But, you know, it's, it's, I think the Wizards are just in a terrible position. Like they have, they're, they're drafting outside the, the extremely talented pool. And I mean, oof. I mean, what a, what a sticky situation. What a sticky situation for the Wizards.
1: If you look at history of the draft, there's been plenty of number nine picks who have hit, right? And I don't know enough about college or international basketball to, to tell you who's going to be the best number nine guy, but there's been guys who, who have hit at number nine. The issue is that the person who's picking number nine has no history. We don't know if he's got the right scouts. We don't know all these. There's so many different question marks there. So, I mean... There's a, is there a chance that we can hit and get somebody good at number nine? Sure. But there's also a chance that, you know, it's another Otto Porter who but, was, you know, what, number that, three that's overall, the frustrating and part, that every didn't ever pan team, out.
0: Every team seems to take, you know, late-round picks and just make them work. Like, everybody's able to find somebody. The Wizards can't find anybody in the, like, I mean, you look at just the history of the draft. Like, Beal was a hit. I'm going to say Porter was not, but Ubre was, in my opinion. Wall, of Oubre
1: course, was. Oubre was a second round. But then you get a look back at like Jan Vesely, right? What was he yeah. the sixth pick? I mean, did he play more than forty minutes in a in a Wizards I don't uniform? Know, man,
0: I don't it's know. It's horrible. I don't know. But look, hey, let let's take a quick break right here, and then let's get Canada on. Canada, I think, is uh, is chomping at the bit to get on and do some uh, do a Drake victory lap here. So, uh, for everybody listening, stay tuned. Give us one second. We will be right back. Welcome back in. As promised, Canada is on the phone from Canada discussing Canada and all things Canada as they continue to celebrate their NBA championship. Canada, I, I was told that you and Drake were at the parade within like five or six feet of each other. Is this correct?
3: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we got some uh, backstage passes uh, yesterday and we got to get up and close. We got a little bit of champagne on us. It good we time. We the
1: flower guy? Are you the flower
3: guy? Flower <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> guy, but we made friends with the flower guy. Some pictures to come.
0: So Canada, I gotta ask you. You were in the building for Game Five, the game that they could not close out. Am I correct? Yeah. Let's talk about that. Well, let's talk yeah, about I mean, it just for, just for a second. <laughs> I mean, did you? What did I mean? Leaving that. Leaving that night. Did you think the series was over, or that it was going to? You know, that it was still possible. What did you? I mean, what were you feeling at the end of Game Five? <laughs> Like
3: game five and and game two were both games where I thought we just lost that game. Um, We were definitely the better team by every metric. And I just did see what's KD. There was no chance of return. We did not lose hope. We knew that we were going to probably take it in six. That's what I kind of said before on the last pod that most likely be five or six. I thought it would be five. But yeah, like Mm -hmm. that whole KD thing, you could tell through the team for a loop um, and he came out firing. So there was that, too. He was playing well, but. Yeah, like uh, once once that was clear that it was going to just be their regular line against ours with LKD, we were the better team on the court.
0: Yeah, look, but- and Kawhi, you know, he's got the strangest, goofiest laugh on the planet, but <laughs> but that boy can ball, man. And and you know, we we saw it in spurts with with the with the Spurs, but we would always say like, well, it's more it's really more Popovich and knowing how to use those players, and he has great players around him. I mean, he was a one-man wrecking ball through the playoffs, through the entire Toronto, almost the entire season. Actually, Kawhi just played; he was on he another played. level, another level. Yeah,
3: and I think there's few players you can say that outpaced their regular season with even better numbers in the playoffs. And those guys are like super special. I just, I just think that like the one thing that he would, you know, a lot of those San Antonio guys were quote unquote system guys, and he really proved everyone wrong today. Or, like this year, by just basically showing that he's beyond a system guy because he's played in completely two separate systems and came out with the same result a championship and an MVP.
0: Well, and, um, and he elevated, he elevated. Look, I think last, last, you know, when the trade happened, I think there was a, I, I think it's fair to say a lot of Raptors fans were upset that DeRozan had moved on or was traded like, you know, off. And actually, internally, when we were, we were talking about like, okay. The Raptors just won. Who like who do you feel bad for? And a lot of people said DeRozan. I said no, I don't feel bad for DeRozan at all. Like he had every opportunity. He had every opportunity to get things done with this team. Essentially the same team, you know, minus a few pieces here and there. You know, I, I felt bad. I, I'm blanking on the name of the coach that was there for like a hundred years. I felt Dwayne. Pro- yeah, Dwayne Casey. Yeah. I felt worse for him than I did for DeRozan. But you you can't deny the impact that Kawhi had. And the big the big talk now is will he resign? I mean what what is your expectation? Do you think he's coming back or does he go for the coveted, you know, the triple crown winning three finals MVPs with three different teams? No one's ever done it. No one's ever done it. And I, you know, Kawhi's never been a, I've never pegged him as a legacy guy. But damn, I mean, you, he's so close. He's 27. He's got he's got maybe one, he's got one super contract or maybe two almost super contracts in him. Why not go for it? Like really make history.
3: Yeah, I actually think that he is going to sign. Not just cuz I'm a, like a homer, no doubt. Like we obviously we want him here. I just think all the math lines up, like especially what's going on with the Lakers and stuff. I don't think Kawhi wants to be a second fiddle to any other player or be a second like a second-rate team compared to, you know, the Lakers getting all the attention. Plus the fact that like I think he does like a one and one, kind of like LeBron style. Does signs a two-year with a one-year option that gets him to his 10-year mark which gets him that super max eligibility again, which he lost when he left uh, San Antonio. So I think he's probably staying. And honestly, like yesterday he rode a bus through a 1. 1.5 million people. And no doubt most of them were there to see him. Like I think, um, you know, Jersey sales and attention and shoe sales, all that stuff comes with like a whole
0: country behind you. Well, and uh, that 10 month winters through. and 44% tax. I mean, doesn't that factor into,
3: yeah, I mean, I think like, Listen, everybody says if you've got a good accountant, you're not paying taxes in Canada. Okay. So I, I think that, that's that's not the worry. I really it, it is gonna come down to like, you know, comfort. Like, is he willing to take a pay cut, maybe not win for a couple of years to just be a bit warmer for, for like six or seven months? I don't know. I, I, I do think like he'll keep his options open. Um when the crowds were chanting five more years, um, you know, his uncle and his uh, like uh, his personal coach, who's on our team, uh, we're both kind of like nodding and chanting along. It, it looks to me like there's probably a decision that's been made. There was some leaks about him buying some property in Toronto um, that he didn't deny. Um, so it looks it looks to me like he's probably staying. I don't think it'll be a five-year long-term lockup. Maybe a one or two-year deal just to get him. What about the rest of the team,
0: game. Canada? Is the rest of the team going to stay? I mean, who who else is who's who's so, a free so agent?
3: Well, all of them have one year left on their contract. But Lowry's got one year left. Ibaka's got one year left. Van bleed has got one year left. And Siakam um, is in his last year of his rookie deal where, where we pick up the option to keep him um, restricted. So basically, um, it seems like they have one year to run it back. And then after that, there's going to be some serious cap problems. Marcus is going to opt in for his last year. So pretty much it's a one one-and-done year. Um, and there is something to be said about getting into that greatness, historic level, Hall of Fame level. Winning a back-to-back really does separate you from the rest, right? So two championships are good, two MVPs are great, but a back-to-back on a team that you've led from start to finish, I think that's... that's
0: yeah, I, I don't disagree. I think that's, that's what... That's a different elite I, group. I agree. that That's what pushed Kobe into elite category when he did it on his own back-to-back, right? So, um, you know, it, it, look... I think I think based on everything you're saying, Kawhi's got a window here, especially with what happened injury-wise out West. The, I mean, the NBA is wide open. And LP was talking about earlier in the show, like, you know, Anthony Davis moving to L.A., you know, it moves the needles from a fan perspective. But, like, basketball X's and O's – you know, they're going to run, you know, the Lakers are going to run a million of different variants of the pick and roll, but you know what? It's still, it's defendable. And LeBron has shown this year, I mean, he just lost a step, a little bit lazier, you know, I don't mean that like in the generic lazy sense, but he just wasn't, he wasn't interested in playing basketball. And, And you, you know, if he, if you get LeBron from, you know, from the Cavaliers, if he's still, you know, inside of you know the shell that we call LeBron right now. Yeah, the Lakers. The Lakers will make a run, but there's there's turmoil in Houston. There, you know in the in the Eastern Conference. You know Kyrie's ghosting the Celtics. It doesn't look like he's coming back. That team is going to go from elite to you know run of the mill basically. So I, I think
1: Al Horford has opted out today. Yeah, so <laughs> that, that there's, team's going to be blown up.
0: So there's a window yeah. here. There's a window here if the Raptors all come back. You know I, I you know for me you know from a betting perspective. The Money's gotta go on, on the Raptors. I mean, they're they're healthy and they're they're all locked in for one more.
3: Yeah, for sure. I think if they run it back, they're the favorites. Uh for sure to win the East. And in the finals, it's all gonna come to who comes together. But I don't see a, a superpower anymore in the West. I, I think it's the Raptors to lose. Um, so yeah, like I, I think there's that's another factor to why I think he stays. Like the Durant injury and the Clay Thompson injury changed the whole landscape plus the disgruntledness of in Houston it's a wide open field man and i don't see any of the younger western teams getting better like denver enough to make a run at it oh, yeah, and it's going
0: but the nuggets and the jazz are good they're good teams good. they're good but teams they're not... well but they might be championship teams now without without that superpower sitting in the bay area right like you know it's yeah
1: but but that's okay. exactly what i'm saying you get one of those teams in there and you actually have true parity across the, yeah. the league right which is huge because I think that's what drew a lot of the fans to watch this, this series is the absence of the superstars and giving the Raptors a chance to, to win. Yeah.
0: Well, the ratings were honest, poo-poo though. Let's be honest. The ratings were poo-poo. All, like 100% of Canada watched, but yeah, you know, Ameri- but you're not, Americans didn't care.
3: Yeah. But you're not counting <laughs> them. Like the whole idea is, is, is not even Canada. There's a lot of international following because of teams that sh- run international players. Like, I mean, apparently, like, the Jerry Jeremy Lin China contingent is crazy. Um, we saw many, it yesterday. It's crazy.
0: How many rings does that guy – is he a one ring now? I mean, he's got one. He are, yeah, it's his first but one. But did he, did he play, did he play a, a minute for the Raptors Not this season? Not a minute.
3: <laughs> um, in the regular season, he was playing garbage time, like, wow. after they – hoping that he would do more than what he lost for DeLon. But, uh, yeah, he's probably on the tail end of a career. I'd be surprised if a team picks him up next year. I mean, but he was awesome
0: for, like, 20 games with the Knicks five years ago. And then he signed a huge turn. deal. Uh, yeah. You go to the Rockets, I think. Was it Rockets?
3: Yeah, the uh, Rockets got him. And then, and then he went vein. to
0: Brooklyn. And then he changed it. And then he got the haircut issues. And Brent that was Lakers,
3: the end of it. Charlotte, Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long. But, hey, turned those 20 days into, like, a 12-year career. That That's not a bad deal.
0: Yeah, and a couple of big names and peonies. a lot of money, and now a championship a ring too, and now a ring yeah. too. Yeah, I think Wasn't they made their he money back. With back the Warriors.
1: No. At some point, he never
3: played with no? the Warriors. Or before, before, like before uh, New York, he was with the uh, the Warriors, uh, on a, like a, tw- a ten day, and they released him, and then New York
0: picked yeah. him up. Damn, Canada's like a bad. basketball encyclopedia. Wow. Hey great.
3: man, I think this, this has been the greatest time. I'm telling you, 25 years of watching, like. L- losing seasons. This is it's crazy.
0: Hey, yeah, We're closing and in on
3: the same 25 people, years. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't. We, you are talking yeah. to people who've done the same exact thing <laughs> last year.
0: Don't talk to us. All right. I, yeah.
3: Period.
0: <laughs> yeah. He yeah. Okay. So, look, any expectations for the draft? Any expectations for couple more pieces here or there to get moved. I I, I expect Bradley Beal to get traded on Thursday. Um, I, I, wow. think, I think it will be to the Pelicans. I think it will be for that fourth pick overall. I think the Wizards will look at it and say, we got an opportunity to draft at four and at nine. Um, maybe. I, I don't think there's a shot that they get job ja, but if they can, I mean, if there's a real opportunity to get him, you got to get him. So, you know, well, I guess we'll wait and see. I'm not a Zion guy, but I do like what the Pels have done here with, you know, assuming – like, to me, I look at Zion – he kind of looks like a, a, a poor man's version of Charles Barkley a little bit. Like, he's undersized but plays much bigger. But he struggles a little bit against guys that are actually bigger than he is. Um, but I, I think if you if you got Zion, you got the, that, the package that he got from uh, – maybe that's that's not bad. I mean, he's a little smaller. But um, that's, that's a good comparison, 20. But you, you look at this team, you know, they're going to be built around Zion, around Lonzo, around Hart. I mean, they got some nice young talent there. You add Beal to it, it's not a bad team. It's not a bad team. They don't need they don't need the first pick and the fourth pick. Um so I, I expect Beal to get traded and I, I think the Wizards will be drafting at four and at nine. And uh, you know it's opted it, out. I
3: think um what uh their their forward opted out today too. He had a good season, the the old uh, Laker pick.
0: Julius Randle. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. So that opt out. Like, that opt-out is There's big news. There's two guys too. that
0: the Wizards, if they had a GM, should be talking to today. Julius Randle and uh, and Harrison Barnes, who opted out of a 25-mil deal with the... Uh, I think
3: Harrison Barnes will out, uh, end up in Golden State. I, I, think
0: he'll I, I think, yeah, when we talk about, like, tampering, winking the gun, somebody called him and said, hey, hey, why don't you come home? Why, why don't you come back here, right? Yeah, absolutely. Probably I think I'm just pointing a finger at Draymond.
3: Julius Randle will be a great pickup for any team looking to, like, fill some pieces. Um, like he he had a great season. Like that 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 dude could help a lot of teams. Well, I a think good
0: I think Boogie's a free agent too, right? He he signed a one year, isn't he? Is Boogie free? He did sign a one
3: year. He, he, he signed a one. Steve, Steve Kerr was talking about how he would be surprised if they re-signed him because you know that he wants to make a lot more than what they
1: can give him. Well, I mean, so he didn't he's earn pop- it. So I don't know. I don't, but know but what I I don't, don't think, think. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone's going to pay him that much, especially yeah. with the injury, because you you know that that quad is not right. It, it it was way too fast I mean, he, for him to come he back.
0: He looked. He just looked. He looked like old NBA. He just looked slow. He looked out of place. Even the stupid headband. Just a different era. Just the wrong, well, wrong era. <laughs> he made Kyle Lowry look fast. I, hey, listen, man. That Kyle Lowry's got a little bit of Egyptian in him because we all look at him and we're like, hey, that's my body too. Right? You know, between him and Mo Salah, we all look at them and we're like, hey, like how how do we what what's going on here? Like they're just very similar people. Um
1: well, you no way. Have you seen Mo Salah with his shirt off? The no, fish that he's touching. New.
0: That that's new. That's new. All right. He's still got those pepperoni nipples, okay. He's got the cooked <laughs> fingers, all right. That body's still hundred percent Egyptian. All right. You take your shirt off, you look exactly the same. All right. I, I don't want to hear anything about it. All right, boys, we'll see what happens on Thursday night. Any closing shots, twenty.
2: Uh I mean I have a lot to say about what Canada said. No, nah, we don't got time for that. Point. You wanna talk about you wanna talk yeah, about
0: SummerSlam or uh, sorry, Survivor Series no. coming to uh, Capital One?
2: Hell no. Alright. Hell no. Um no, You I'm wanna talk about that it. fat
0: white guy that knocked out the uh the the brick house Come black up. guy? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yo, man, no, you have a better body than the current heavyweight champ of the world. Just think it about that for a second. It doesn't mean anything. It means it a lot. It doesn't mean you anything. You have less body well, fat doesn't. than the current heavyweight champion. Let me tell you
2: something. You get hit by that guy you're going down to. It don't matter. We're just say, talking about
0: aesthetics here.
2: I'm saying the Lakers are favored <laughs> next year, okay? And I don't know. Of course. Any are you team with LeBron's going to be favored next year. And he's definitely not staying. Is
0: Kyrie Toronto. gonna sign with he's the Lakers? He's going to LA. Anybody got Kyrie going to the Lakers? Kyrie
2: might sign with the Lakers. No but way. I think Kawhi's going to the Clippers. Um, I think Kyrie actually may end up in Brooklyn.
3: Yeah, I think it's it's Rock Nation, man. That yeah. guy used to own the Nets. Like
0: I, I think Kemba is the target for the Lakers, and if they get him, then then we're talking about a, a nice little team there with the yeah. other pieces that Kumba, they, Kazuma. I think
2: Kemba's staying. I think going to stay. No, why I would because, he stay? No, it, he's, he's
0: like gonna it's get like get the outhouse out. of the NBA I and mean, nobody wants to stay there. No, so cuz he game max money. No, he's Ma- stay. Nobody wants to he's, he's trying everyone's trying to chase rings, man. You got to get a ring. You got to get a ring.
1: LP, yeah. final thoughts. What is Jordan doing over there? Final thoughts. He's getting rich. Uh, baby. He's getting
0: rich. He's an owner with all that TV money coming in.
1: You expect um the US men's national team to to whoop up on a Guyana today?
0: No, actually I don't. I, I wish they would put a thirteen oh uh you know beating the way the US uh women's did. And first of all, everybody that's bitching about, oh, we can't have them score that many goals, it's a bad look. All of them need to shut up. All right? It's a competition. You wanna you're there, just be better, Thailand, okay? That those are Joe's words to you. Just be better. Okay. You got you got your ass handed to you. It's okay, but it's a global competition. All right. That's it. Sometimes you just have to eat it. It's dog a competition. Food. Secondly, exactly. to the US to the US You're men's team. You're getting paid for to the US men's team. I don't know what you guys are effing doing. What a disaster. This roster this, this roster doesn't make any sense. And on top of it, the US like the gold cup is the stupidest competition in international soccer. I love international soccer. You can't have a gold cup every single year, okay? That doesn't mean anything. It's nothing. It's nothing. We're going to learn nothing from the Gold Cup.
1: Disagree. And what they're doing with the roster is putting on real Americans. Is Omar Gonzalez still back there?
0: Is Omar Gonzalez still playing defense? (laughs) He is. Okay. Then it's the same garbage. We're just rolling out the same We're rolling out the same junk over and over and over. Okay? Like, it's just not buying.
1: He'll be be your starting center D tonight.
0: (laughs) Great. At 10 o'clock on a channel that I don't have for a game I don't want to watch, but I'm going to try to find I'll find an illegal stream on Reddit somewhere so I can watch it. Canada. (laughs) Canada. Congratulations. Final thoughts. Back to back. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course. All right, gents, thank you for joining the show. We will see what happens. Uh, the NBA draft is just around the corner. Like I said, I think the NBA has got a big problem when people give a sh- you know, excuse me give a give a damn a lot give pay more attention to the off than they do to the regular season. Sorry, I caught myself there a couple times, but that's how I feel about it uh but we'll see what happens i mean for us here at dtc we got redskins minicamp from a couple weeks ago we still haven't discussed we got some big injury news coming out of redskins park a few weeks back that we still haven't discussed we got the Nats finally surging trying to make up some space although um, trying to make up some some games here against the uh, the braves and the Philz. but it looks like we're going to get rained out again so the possibility of a back-to-back double header on wednesday thursday is a real that's a real possibility first time i've ever seen it uh, we'll have Stevie and Matt on to talk about that and talk about the all things at the in the NL East. We got all kinds of things happening in DC. The summertime generally is a boring time for sports, but I mean, there's a, there's a lot to be excited about here. Personally, a little bummed that that Hard Knocks is not coming to DC to follow the Redskins around. You know, but we'll, um, we'll get into that next time uh, on the next show. But for Canada, for LP, for 20, for FP, who uh, was with us in the beginning, and then I think he's been snacking outside the studio the rest of the time, thank you so much for listening. This has been Defeating the Curse. Find us on all social media. Until next time, we are out.